0: Thank you for joining us. It's our mission to restore hope and make a positive difference in your life today. Remember to hit subscribe so you can be the first to know when we release new content. Let's go now to today's message. I have something that I feel like I wanna release. Um, I feel like it's very much in line with where we are. And so, Before we get into it, let's pray God's oil upon it. Heavenly Father, I ask that you would anoint this moment. Grace your mouthpiece right now. Without you, I'm just noise. And so Lord, I ask that you would anoint these words that come out. God, may they glorify you. May they bring honor to the name above every other name. God, may they encourage your people to move. Lord, to understand that challenges are just an opportunity for us to be strengthened. And we give you praise and honor and glory, not just for the triumph, but God, we give you praise for the opportunity to be tried because you trust us enough to be tried. And so Lord, we praise you for it in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. We're gonna do it a little different tonight. You can already be seated. Some of you already are, most of you already are. I wanna read First John, I wanna start there, but I want our foundational verse to be 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, if you wanna write that out. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, it's a very short verse. It's a necessary verse. Although it's short, it's necessary. And so let's, let's go to 1 John 5. We'll start there. And then we'll go to 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. And we might jump around a little bit if that's all right. <clears throat> 1 John 5, are you there? It says 14, since we have this confidence. Somebody shout Confidence. And this is the Passion Translation. It may be different in your translation. We can also have great boldness before Him. For if we present, watch this, any request agreeable to His will, He will hear us. Verse 15, And if we know that He hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have obtained the request we ask of Him. I want you to say this one more time, say confidence. Say it again, confidence. I can have confidence, why? Because it is His will. I can have confidence in what I ask for without regret because I know it's His will. And I want you to understand that there's more to His word than what we give Him credit for. And so many times we limit God to the lack of, of the education of God. We can only believe God in, in the Bible says we perish. Thank you, my brother. We perish because of lack of understanding. So it's not even the fault of the people. It's the fault, let me just go ahead and say it, and I'm, I'm one of them. It's the fault of those who projecting truth that we've only been speaking halfly truths. And I'm here to tell you that God is more than we have credited him to be. I, I, it's so interesting to me that, that we can believe God for one thing, but we can't believe God for all things. I'm going to say it again. Yes. We can believe God for one thing. And it's not even the fault of the people. But the Bible says the reason that we lack in, in our ability to obtain in one area of our life is because there's not the understanding. I can only believe God with the information that I've been given. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about from his truth. Yes. The Bible says here, it says... You can have confidence when you can come boldly before the, the Bible talks about that. I can go boldly before the throne of God. I can ask of him whatever it is that lines up with his will and his word. If his word says it, ladies and gentlemen, turn to your neighbor and tell him if his word said it, you can have it. If his word said it, you can have it. And, and this is why I want to go to the next verse. Second Corinthians five, seven says we Walk by faith. For we walk by faith. For I walk this, my walk is my life. My walk is my, it's, it's, that's the thing that represents my lifestyle. My walk, if I'm going to walk this line, that represents the way I'm going to live my life. And so we walk by faith, not by what we see with our naked eye. We can be limited by what we see in the natural. In 1 John 5 and 13, let's just back up just for a moment. It says, I've written this letter to you who believe in the name of the Son of God so that you will be assured and know without a doubt that you have eternal life. How many know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, That your name's written in the Lamb's book of life. That you've asked Jesus into your heart. The blood has been applied and the enemy has been denied. Amen. If that is you and you'd say, I'm one of them. I'm a blood watch child of the living God. If that's you, raise your hand, wave at me. Say, I'm in. So the same God that saved you is the same God who can heal you. I'm going to say it again. The same God that saves you is the same God that by his stripes, you are healed. There's no question. By his stripes, we were healed. So I want you to understand that it is God's will to heal your physical condition. I want you to understand that it's God's will for you not to only be saved, but to be sanctified. To be, to be cleansed by his blood. How many knows you can be saved, but there's some steps i got to take to be whole? Come on, somebody. So I have, to, I have to be renewed in my mind daily. And so, I yes, I've accepted Jesus into my life. But I want you to understand, God not only wants you to accept this by faith, but he wants you to walk by faith. He wants you, meaning your life lives according to faith and not by what you see or what you're, what you're seeing in your sight, what your situation looks like or your circumstance looks like or what your neighbor says the outcome's going to be of the next steps of your life. What does the word say about your destiny? What does the word say about the next step of your life? The scripture goes on to say in this in this particular passage, it says we live with a joyful confidence. There it is again. I'm happy about this. I can go joyfully and boldly uh, to the throne of grace. I didn't say pridefully, but I can go with the assurance that God is able, come on somebody, to do exceeding abundantly above anything that I think, ask, or imagine. He goes exceeding what I ask. And so we can see here that we can be joyful and confident, yet at the same time, we take delight in the thought of leaving our bodies behind to be at home with the Lord. So the, the the point is that we delight in the thought of leaving our bodies behind to be with God. Whether we live, here it is, or whether we die, we make it our passion to live our lives, watch this, pleasing to God. Pleasing to God. What is going to please God? Here's the, here, let me show you this. Watch this. The Bible says without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, I believe God for my salvation. Do you believe God for your finances? Do you believe God for your healing? Do you believe God can fix your marriage. I know we say we do, but are we holding out till he does it? Are we waiting? Because if we trust God, we'll wait on God. Yes, sir. Man, that's Dwight L. Moody said, A little faith will bring your soul to heaven. Thank God for that. Amen. But he said, A lot of faith will bring heaven to your soul. A lot of faith will bring the resources from there down to here. Hallelujah. A lot of faith will take our little thinking and it will broaden our way in our, not, not a broad path. He said it's a narrow path, right? He said it's a narrow path, but God wish above all things, listen, that you prosper and that you be in health. This is his word for you. So he's saying yes, I can live by faith and my soul go to heaven. He said, but a lot of faith will bring heaven to your soul. A lot of faith will bring heaven down in the midst of sickness and bring forth healing. Why? Because that gift of faith by way of Holy Spirit where our faith is limited in the natural, all of a sudden there's an explosion and somebody's coming out of a wheelchair or they're dropping crutches and they're running for Jesus. Why? Because your faith might be limited, but when you bring heaven into your space by way of holy spirit next thing you know it's a divine explosion and we see here a lot of faith brings heaven in and Spurgeon said faith uh, obliterates time annihilates distance and brings future things at once into its possession here's what I want you to tell you you can get your future quicker with faith You can get to your destiny quicker if you'll believe God for it. Come on, somebody. I could drop the mic right there and just go to the house and let you marinate on that because we will never obtain what God has for us if we will not take the step of belief in the direction he's leading us to go. Faith in God is the most important thing in my life. Write it down. Faith in God is the most important thing in my life. God is a God of faith. Faith will empower me to see a God who created something out of nothing. It's only by faith that I can see that God threw the stars into the velvet of the night. Only by faith I can know that. That he created everything from nothing. He he beautifully uh, coordinated everything by the power. Watch this of his word when he spoke it. All the things began to live and breathe and, and things that weren't there began to be birthed into existence. There was nothing but when he spoke it, it had to come forth. It had to come out. It had to be because because he said it to be and eleven six 6 tells us that without faith it's impossible to please God for he that comes to God must believe that he is come on somebody needs to tell yourself he is my healer he is my provider he is my doctor in the sick room he is working the case out in the courtroom whatever the situation is my God is by faith he is and that he is a rewarder to those who are diligently seeking after him come on somebody walking by faith being where he this is being where he is this is desiring where he is it's it is the passion in pursuing the presence of god and it's the purposes of god for my life i want to be where he is i want to live where he is i want to know what he knows and i want him to know what i'm going through what I'm facing that's a personal experience with God and when I'm walking with him and I have nothing I have a God who has everything I had these thoughts as I was walking our, our land the other day, uh, just a couple of days ago. And we were walking the territory and we were praying and interceding and just asking God to prepare for what, prepare us. Do do whatever it is that you got to do to prepare our hearts, to prepare our minds, get everything in the right position. And as we are praying, uh, I heard my, my wife, now you know Amanda, she's, most of the time if she's praying, demons are running. You know what I'm saying? It's an authoritative prayer. It's a, it's a prayer to knock the devil right in the head. It's a, it's a prayer uh, to, to, to bring it forth healing. It's a demanding prayer. And, 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 and there's nothing wrong with that, ladies and gentlemen. There's nothing with passionate praying. The Bible says the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous, come on, somebody help me, availeth much. And so I want you to understand that, that this prayer was a little bit different. This prayer was not so, so fervent, I guess, or fiery, but it was a gentle breeze. And she began to say, Lord, all I want to do is please you. Yes. And when she said that, there was something that happened in the atmosphere. Literal wind began to blow around us. Wow. I, I just looked up and grinned and said, Yes, God. Because God will speak to you with a wind. God will speak to you and let you know you're in the right direction. You're doing the right thing. You're taking the right steps. And he does it when you need it the most. And sometimes he has to do it a different way than you're used to so that you will hear him in the midst of the noise. Sometimes you have to get yourself away from the noise so that you can hear a gentle breeze Change and transition you into everything that he's promised you. And we see here that, that, that God is saying we must continually, perpetually walk by faith. The reason that God, I, I believe, has put this on my heart and my spirit is obvious. But also for you to understand that God has invited you to live this life. He's invited all of us to live a life larger than your confinements. It's okay. We can, we can house ourselves and, and, and hold ourselves in maybe something that we can see God doing in our life. But I want you to understand his ways are greater than your ways. His his mindset for your future and your destiny. It's far beyond the thought that you have for yourself. And we see here that, that faith, he, he wants us to walk in greater measures of faith into something better in, I'm talking about faith's fullness is what God desires you to step in. How many knows that God wants you to live the fullness of your faith? He wants you to see the greatest levels of your faith explode in your life. And, and he wants you to be focused on it like his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you're going to be his and he was going to be yours. That he was focused to the point of persecution. Come on. How many knows that faith won't only take you up against and, and bring you into your promise, but your faith will take you right in the midst of persecution? And when you go to a greater level in your faith, you can rest assured that's going to be the greatest level of persecution against you. Somebody just turn your name and say, get ready for it. And are you in it for the long haul? Because some people will say, you go to that crazy church. You think you've heard it now? Wait till we move north. But I want to tell somebody, God is inviting you into greater than their their petty little comments. God is inviting you to look beyond the words of man and to hear the word of the Lord. He endured the cross. He conquered its humiliation. I came to tell somebody, don't cave under what he's already conquered. Come on, somebody. Don't cave uh, under what he's already prevailed in and you have not yet reached the point. uh, uh, I don't know if you, I don't think you have, but I can look around here and say there might be great pressure, but you've not reached the point of sweating blood. Why? Because he already sweated out so you don't have to. You don't have to stress about it. You don't have to worry with it. All you have to do is walk by faith not what it looks like not what it sounds like around you but i got a word that's higher than the persecuted word of man you have not yet reached the point of your promise therefore you're going to face the persecution and somebody needs to understand that in these moments, I lift up my hands and I praise you again and again. Hebrews 12, 12. We got to have that kind of anointing in the midst of it all. I got to have a praise in the midst of persecution. I can dance around the demon. Come on. I can I can make my way to destiny dancing and praising. And we got to have a 12, 12. Lift your hands and be made strong through the persecution, through the pressure. I'm going to praise him through the pressure. I'm going to pray through the pressure I'm going to worship through the pressure and next thing you know your praise and your and your prayers are making you stronger come on you're, per, you're pressing through the persecution but you've got to praise and you've got to worship and you shouldn't have a worship you should have given in a long time ago but the enemy cannot stop the potential of a praiser the enemy cannot stop the potential of somebody who will war in worship because according to Hebrews 12 12 it strengthens my mobility to move forward come on somebody you want to strengthen your mobility to move forward look the thing right in the eye and say you tried to kill me you tried to steal from me you tried to stop it but guess what I still have a sound I still have a shout I still have a promise I still have a word and I still have my faith that my God is able He's able to do. So I'm mobile by moving forward. You say, Well, well, I can't move forward right now. It's not time to move. Move in your faith. Move in your worship. Sometimes you say, why they get up and why they move around? Because they may be moving here, but they're moving somewhere else you can't see. Hallelujah. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. I want you to turn your neighbor and say, it's indispensable for your next. It's indispensable. According to Colossians 2 and 6, by faith, you're justified, cleansed, and can look forward to the return of Jesus. Faith is where I admitted my dependency upon something else. Faith is where my work stopped and his work began. Ephesians 2 and 8 through 9, you can write these down. We are saved by faith according to Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. Romans 1 and 17, we live by faith. Romans 4 and 13, we receive righteousness by faith. Romans 5 and 1, we are justified by faith. According to Romans 5 and 2, we access God's grace by faith. In 2 Corinthians 1 and 24, we stand firm by faith. Come on, somebody. When I've done everything I can to stand, I stand firm. Galatians three fourteen, we receive the promise of the Spirit by faith. 1 Timothy 1 and 4, we do his work by faith. Galatians 5, 5, by faith, we, uh, uh, we ourselves eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. I only can wait when I have faith enough to believe. That God is going to come through. Biblical faith waits, but it's moving while it's waiting. Yes. Biblical faith is an action. Word. Hallelujah. Biblical faith is is not just sitting comfortably and thinking, "Well, if I just lay here then something's going to happen." But biblical faith is praying until something happens. Biblical faith is prophesying in the face of persecution until something happens. Biblical faith can look at sickness and say, "Be uprooted in the name of Jesus until something happens." Biblical faith can stand firm and praise, "God is a God He does not ever change. That one song we used to say, I know God is God and he don't ever change. I know God is God and and he always will be God. And when my situation shifts, he's still going to be God. He's God over the test that you're going through. He's God over the, the storm that is brewing right now. He's the God who, guess what? He spoke to the winds and boom they had to obey him that's the God that you serve I want you to see that kind of God that you serve that not only saved you but wants to bring you out of whatever trouble you're in that you got yourself in that situation that you're trapped in I'm here to tell you God can bring you out of the trap if you'll just believe him for it God is the God who don't ever change. He is God over my financial difficulty. He's God over my family issue. He's God when I'm holding on. He's God when I'm letting go. He's God. But God is saying, I want you to hold fast to the confession of your faith until you see your future manifest in your existence. I'm here to tell and declare to somebody, God is worthy of your trust. I said, God is worthy of your trust is there anybody that would throw your hands up and say God I feel like hell I've been stripped I've been beat this season has tried to take me out but i throw up my hands and praise you again and again because God you are worthy of my trust you're worthy God you're worthy of my trust God I, I I choose to be obedient I choose to lean in you my rest is in your holy will my rest is in my trusting you I will trust you I I will trust you because when I trust you it is a an unspeakable trust beyond my largest imagination my trust God in you begins to move my actions to a place of perfect perfect fellowship with my confession of my faith God, when I lean into you rather than lean into the ways of the enemy, lean into the lies of the enemy, lean into the lies of this world, I came to tell somebody tonight that no matter how hard it is, I want you to understand that God has given you the strength to walk out the faith that he deposited inside of you. He said he's giving you the strength to take another step. All you got to do is walk it out. Don't wear out, walk it out. Don't wear out, walk it out. Don't grow weary in doing good things. Don't grow weary in sowing good seed. Because I'm here to tell you, if you'll walk it out, God's going to work it out. I said, if you'll keep stepping, God's about to be blessing. If you believe it, somebody put a praise on the promise. Right in face of the contrary wind. Right in face of the persecution. I wish somebody would stand up. I wish you would give God 30 seconds of a praise of a worship in this place let God arise uh, and let every fear be scattered Uh, let every depression be scattered Uh, let every spirit of inadequacy be scattered let every spirit of bitterness be scattered let every spirit of condemnation be scattered hallelujah Come on, somebody. Faith is producing promise. My faith is producing promise. My meditating on him day and night is producing a building inside of me. There's a building inside of me and it's called my belief building. It's called my belief building. Brick by brick, it's being built up. And there's some stuff in my building that begins to manifest when I open up my ear to hear what God. God is saying another brick another blessing another breakthrough another miracle I feel the Holy Ghost right now somebody needs to understand that the enemy tried to steal your brick but the very fact you came to hear the word here comes another brick here comes another blessing here comes another breakthrough take 30 seconds and somebody praise him because you're hearing from God right now somebody open up your about, say, yes, Lord, I will trust you. Yes, Lord, I will yield to your way. Yeah. Hallelujah. God is building our lives around things that are eternally significant. I'm not building on sinking sand. But when I trust, I'm building on something that lasts beyond what my eyes can see. You see, many men will do everything they can to educate themselves in this realm, in this development. They will connect with this person in order to get ahead. But I'm here to tell you what my eyes cannot see and what my ear has not yet heard, neither has it entered to the heart of man. Somebody say, I'm building from where I'm going. Somebody say, I'm building for my future. I'm building for my children. I'm building for my marriage. I'm building for something way up, you I'm building for something eternal. And when you act on the promises of God, you're building your life around things eternal, building your hope beyond your situation (laughs) building your hope beyond natural humanistic ideologies and theologies and knowledge of men. I'm building beyond this point. Somebody needs to turn to your neighbor and say, you're building beyond what you're facing. If you'll hear the word of the Lord, God says, I'm building beyond your situation. As a matter of fact, go ahead and keep on building because you are gonna step up and you are gonna look over the thing that tried to take you under. Somebody say, I'm building my hope on things that are above me. I'm building is pulling me up now my hope is pulling me over now hallelujah I'm building my hope on things eternal not on this situation I'm removing the 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 flesh God help us to remove that flesh nature in us our own ability in the test God help us Lord to not see the circumstance bigger than my provider help me not to see the problem Lord bigger than my promise God I'm looking at the storm but I know sun is on the way for the Bible told me that there would be seasons of weeping so that I could be growing but I told somebody the other day you're going to look at this and you're going to say I almost died but where would I be had it not been for the Lord who picked me up who turned me around who protected my future who protected my destiny is there anybody that's grateful for what didn't happen in your life because God was protecting your destiny in it God was protecting your future with what he didn't allow in your life come on somebody You tried to leave, but you couldn't leave because God was, I'm not talking about here. Just put it wherever it applies to your life. Amen. But you couldn't leave because God was protecting your future and he knew what was ahead of you. Come on somebody. And some of you did leave because God was protecting your future and what he saw that you could not see because this faith is not in what I see. This faith is in what I can hear. And if I can hear what I cannot see, I can speak what I already know. The promises of God are beyond your situation. Faith is the focus, the unseen realities of the kingdom of God is the focus you will receive a living hope when faith is your focus come on somebody you'll receive evidence when faith i'm talking about foundational evidence when faith is your focus somebody's turn to your neighbor and say get your faith and focus faith is the substance of what I hope for the evidence of what I cannot see but my faith is my focus come on that my God is my provider he's Jehovah Jireh he's my provider he's Jehovah Nisi he reigns he's my victorious warrior He, he is strong in battle does anybody know that the same God who defeated the battle you just got out of is the same God who's bringing you through the battle you're in exceeding abundantly above all I could think. Ask or imagine this is the kind of God that we serve and the enemy tries to influence you away from your faith. He will do everything in your flesh to influence you away from your faith because he understands the power of your flesh can pull you out of the potentials of your faith. What the world is saying. What the news is saying. What the world is doing. What the world system is acting on. What the world where where is the world going? How is the world going to handle this situation how is the world going to handle this economic crisis how is the world going to handle this war guess what I know to do I may not know a whole lot but I know when I get on my knees and I start to pray every devil gotta get away I wish I had somebody that would give God a praise until you pulverize every principality that's trying to get in the way of your faith that's trying to get in the way of your breakthrough that's trying to get in the way of your miracle somebody put a praise on it until you step into it I'll praise as I walk I'll worship while I walk I'll intercede until I start birthing a miracle take 30 seconds and praise him so I can get a breath hallelujah Fix your eyes on it, not on what you see, but fix your eyes on your faith. Not on what you've seen in the natural, because what we see is temporary. What you cannot see is eternal. But when you can see what you, your naked eye cannot see, the greater is he that you cannot see. When you walk by faith, do not bow to the mountain of your desperation look up see your affections on the things above not on the things in front of you not on the things that should be beneath you. Come on. You have not yet reached it, but you're stepping into it. And one more step closer. You have been raised to the new life with Christ with sights on the realities of heaven. I'm not talking about Christ uh, sitting down here somewhere, but God is taking you into realms where he's at the right hand of the Father and he's interceding on your behalf for your situation. And he's saying, thank you for accepting the invitation to know me, he said, But I need you to walk with me when you don't know what I'm doing. He says, God says, I want you to trust me like Abraham trusted me. Then he didn't know what direction God was leading him, but God said, Go, and by faith, he took the step. By faith, he took the step. We see in Hebrews 11 and 7, it says, By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, watch this, not knowing where he was going. Hey, it even rhymed. Come on somebody, turn to your neighbor and say, God may have you to step out in a place where you don't know where you're going to go. You don't know. Will you step when you don't know where you're going to go? Come on, will you step when you don't see the fullness, but you only see a fragmentary piece of what God has shown you? The faith of Abraham to step out so that he could find out that his descendants would be as numerous as the stars and the grains of sand, that he would maybe not see it, but it would be fulfilled Are you willing to take the step in faith for the next generation? For he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child and she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Would you stand to your feet right now? And I want to tell you that you may be past the age of your promise, but don't give up on the God who is faithful. It may be past due, but how many knows everything past due is still for you with the God that you serve. Amen. Come on, just lift your hands toward heaven right now. I want to pray some things over you. Before we release and leave tonight. And one of the things that I wanted to pray was a tuning of our hearts. And God, I just pray right now, and I want the intercessors to help me just pray for our body, our core people, those who are not here. Lord, we just pray as never before that we would walk in faith. God, that fear would not diminish our faith. But God, that we would obey you, that we would, that we would choose righteousness, Father, by faith over, over flesh trying to creep in our circumstances, The flesh taking a w- advantage of, of the seasons of wounds, God. We thank you that our faith is greater than our fears and our, our faith is greater than the, the devices and the tricks of our flesh. And so, Lord, we walk by faith. We live by faith, Father God. Let our hearts hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. God, I ask that you would open our hearts, Lord, to hear the truth of your word, God. Lord, I pray that you would allow us not to be detoured or distracted by popular uh, philosophies of the day, God, or what the world system is doing. But God, I ask right now that you would help us. Help us, God, to see the fresh vision. Help us, God, to see the grand pattern. Help us, God, to see the wholeness in the design destiny that you have for us. And when other, when one door closes, God, we understand that you're opening another door. You're opening something greater. You're opening something better. And so, Lord, help us to hope with a healthy attitude and anticipation. Lord, I ask for comfort in this anticipation, God, and this participation as a body. God that you would welcome Holy Spirit into every life and every heart that's open right now. And that we would turn away from all circumstance that would shift us to change our path of faith. But I pray, God, that our faith would change our situation and remove it from the path. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask you to be the strength of our life. Lord, I thank you that fear will not get in the way. Why should we be afraid? God has made us greater than the enemies. Hallelujah. God has put our foot on the neck of fear. God has put our foot on the neck of the inability. And so, Lord, we will not be disappointed. But, Lord, I ask that you would provide strength right now. I ask that you would provide comfort right now. I ask that you would deposit knowledge and wisdom. Lord, let it not be limited in this season. But I ask you, Lord, to open up. Break every barrier in the name of Jesus. Your faith is a living faith. Your faith is a vibrant faith. In relationship with you, Father God, we ask for faith to increase. That where the test is increasing, let the faith be greater than the tests we're facing. Let it strengthen and challenge, yes. But God, I pray for greater faith, God, to come above God. The test and the trial and the circumstance like Job who said, blessed I will go. Blessed naked I came into this world. Naked I will stay. Blessed be the name of the Lord. May we bless you, God, when we're living. And may we bless you, God, when we're going. We give you praise and we give you honor. Now, Heavenly Father, I pray for a radical, strong faith. Lord, right now, I pray for faith that will not waver. Matter of fact, I want you to pray it with me. Let's participate together. Say, Lord, I pray for radical faith, faith that will not wither. I know without faith, it is impossible to please you. Say this. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things I cannot see. The Bible says that the work of God is to believe. Say help me Lord to believe. Say it again. Help me Lord to believe. Say it again. Help me Lord to believe that when I pray Even my darkest circumstance will not prevail against me. Help me now in my unbelief. Help my heart of unbelief. According to Hebrews 3.12, I pray what the disciples prayed. Lord, increase my faith. Lord, increase my faith. Now turn your touch your neighbor right now. We're going to agree as I pray the rest of this. Help me to hold up the shield of faith. When the enemy throws flaming arrows at me, Ephesians 6, 16, I choose to live a faith-filled life for your glory. I choose to stand on your truth every day. I, in this moment, choose to believe you and trust in your word. I choose to have a radical faith like Moses when he brought the chosen people through the Red Sea. I choose to figure everything out by the trust in your ability through the hard place. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Holy Spirit, it, teach us to read. Teach us to meditate. Teach us to study and pray the word that my faith grows by hearing Romans 10 17. I choose to take action as you show me what to do in my life. James 2 17 Lord I worship and thank you. I worship and praise you right in the midst of present circumstance. I worship and praise you now and I know you are the answer of my help. I praise you today and give you thanksgiving for victory according to Psalms fifty twenty three. I thank you for building character in my life through the obstacles of my life through the obstacles that I face I choose to count it all joy because the test of faith develops my perseverance and my maturity in my life James 1 2 4 I trust in you come on say I trust in you I trust in you and I declare I declare that this Red Sea in front of me has to part I declare that the impossibility that's in front of my people in the name of Jesus it has to move it has to get out of the way if it's a Red Sea of sickness I declare healing in the name of Jesus if you're at home right now and you're laying in a sick bed and you're laying with a fever I declare the God of the Red Sea is the God delivering you now is the god healing you now i say flu go in the name of jesus i say COVID, go in the name of jesus i go a little deeper and i say cancer and spirit that keeps haunting the lives of god's people we uproot you now in the name of jesus be cast into the depths of the sea never to be remembered never to come back. Every cell be dead now that would try to manifest again in the life of a believer. We declare you must die where faith is igniting and where faith is rising now. Let faith explode in everyone that needs a healing right now. And God, we give you the glory and the praise and we say it all in the matchless name that's above every other name. Come on, just lift your hands right now and worship him for a few moments before we close. Lord, we give you glory and praise and honor in the name of Jesus. I feel that. I worship
1: you, almighty God. Sing it out. There is none. I worship you, O Prince of Peace, that is what I Almighty God, there is none like you. Say, I give you praise. I give you praise. (laughs) For you are my righteousness. From your heart, your spirit, say, "I worship you, Almighty God. There is none like you." One more time. no one else can touch my heart like you do i could search for all eternity long and find there's none like you sing it out i give you praise say praise you Jesus for you are my righteousness I worship you Enjoyed this word. If you would like to hear
0: more messages like this one, please take a second and click the subscribe button. And for more information on our ministry, please visit us at rhctn.com.